What's going on, lovely people? How are you? Welcome into the show. We're here with Fred and Dre. This is the Flea Flicker Show. Fred, how are you, buddy? I'm not doing too bad, Adrian. Uh, it's uh, could have been a better weekend in terms of uh, NFL for for me, but uh, not the worst. Oh, oh, not the worst of the bunch, but um, at least my team won. That's that's all that really matters. And got to see my Longhorns pull out a W against the. Uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, so that was uh, definitely a nice one, mm. moving up to number four in the standing. So love to see it. Yeah, I'm gonna hit on a Longhorn, a former Longhorn player later in this bid too. But uh, yeah, my my weekend uh, went horribly. Uh, MetLife is a horrible place that uh, is cursed forever. Yeah, there's definitely a curse there. I mean, with the with both the Monday night game and the Sunday night game, uh, the way those went, absolute disaster travesty for uh um for both teams but yeah let's uh let's get this thing underway um real quick before we kind of get in anything i'm just gonna do a quick recap here first for uh some nfl news we got chris jones uh he got his one-year deal done with the chiefs uh he may be on the move in, in the season who knows um he's an aged player and in, in the league aged veteran and uh that one year about 25 mil um Maybe he's on the move. Maybe he stays put. Who knows? But uh, uh, no deal looks to be in, in the works for Mike Evans, so he may get dealt during the season as well. Um, any wide receiver needy teams, look out. Uh, Joe Burrow became the highest-paid player in NFL history uh, with that massive contract he's on. Good for Joe Cool. And uh, Higgins likely to hit free agency this uh, this offseason since no deal is in the works right now. Uh, they're too far apart in terms of money. And... Um, he may be going somewhere else. Somewhere else. I mean, his heart's in Cincinnati, but money money talks. So uh, the cool thing I saw mm. this weekend, though, is that a Demar Hamlin uh, documentary is in the works. Uh, awesome, awesome. Love to see it, and love to see that for the Bills. Uh, the Bills fan base uh, having something there uh, that they can take a look at and enjoy. Since yeah, Monday night was not good for them. Chandler Jones. No, Chris Chris Jones was the uh the contract that got worked out. Right. I know I know Chandler Jones was like basically holding oh, out yeah, or yeah. not. Yeah, Chandler d- may want home. out of uh out of Las Vegas. So um we'll see. He's a excellent pass rusher and one of our six or seven guys. Um we'll see what happens there. Yeah. So Moving on to the games, a lot of uh, road teams won this week. Uh, only six home teams won this week, so it was a Road Warrior week, uh, which was very interesting. Road Warriors came out to and, play. Uh, were... Yes, they did. And uh, there were quite a few surprises. Week one is notorious for that. Um, but let's get right into it. Uh, Thursday night football, the opening game for the year, the Chiefs uh Took on the okay. The Lions headed into the Chiefs Stadium in Arrowhead to take them on, and uh, they surprised a lot of people. The Chiefs they were missing uh, Kelsey and uh, Chris, like you said, Chris Jones. Um, that proved to be not great for them, <laughs> the <laughs> to say the least. Came I mean, out and, it was it wasn't yeah. pretty. Yeah, the Lions came out and kind of did what they not really what they wanted, but they played really well. Jared Goff did good. Um, Montgomery played a lot more than I thought he would. I thought it would have been the Gibbs show out there, but Montgomery had 21 carries, and Gibbs only had, like, around seven. That was interesting, but it worked for him. And then 
They they shown Josh Reynolds is their number two, I believe now. He looked pretty good out there. Uh, the Chiefs, they looked rough. What can you tell me about? Yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, without Kelsey there, it's a little bit rough. And the offense overall, uh, I mean, the receivers got open. The offense just looked a little bit stagnant, and uh, the receivers couldn't catch a cold to save their life. They, especially mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony, man, he uh, he had brick hands out there and. He had feet for hands. He couldn't catch anything. And it was it was a disaster for for Tony. And uh, he was a guy that I was pretty high on going into the week. Uh, a lot of talent. He had been there before, and uh, I thought he was going to do something more. And he let me down. Let let the Chiefs down, and really cost them the the win there. There were a couple touchdowns that he could have had, but were easy drops. So uh, can't really put it on Patty. But I, I know he's going to blame himself, being the leader that he is. And yep, it's on to the next one for them. Yeah, tough sitch, but lines took care of business. Yeah. Um, what? Let's move on. What? Uh, what do you got? Yeah, uh, let's go to an easy one here. Um, my guys, Eagles, Pats. Um, quick one to talk about, really. Uh, I thought it might be a trap game going in. Uh, you never want to go into uh, into Gillette Stadium and uh, and face face bill belichick's patriots especially week one it's never it's never easy it's always going to be a tough obstacle and especially on a night that they honored tom brady they were coming to play and um the offense really was was pretty slow to work um a few things came out of that game though i mean uh bradbury got hurt uh nicobe dean got hurt so the eagles are gonna be looking for something there and mm-hmm. uh the pats offense i was I was pretty surprised. They uh, they looked a lot better than I thought they'd be. Bill O'Brien's got them turned around and 54 pass really attempts does. for for Mac Jones. That's that's huge. Complete opposite of what the game script was uh, in previous years for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he threw three touchdowns, two of them to Kendrick Bourne. Could Kendrick Bourne be their guy now? I don't know. He looked pretty good out there, um, which was surprising. Maybe Bradbury getting hurt had something to do with that. But it's possible. Uh, yeah, the Eagles. I thought the Eagles looked pretty good. They were a little less than what I thought they were going to come out as, but the Pats have a good defense, so maybe that shouldn't have been too surprising. What did surprise me was they had Gainwell as their number one uh, wideout, or running back, rather. Um, I did not expect that. I thought he had 14 yeah, carries, uh, uh, led them. I did not expect it either. I don't think anyone really did in the, the Philadelphia Eagles community, and um really what is the the running back identity there i mean after the game sirianni said he wants to get swift more involved and uh, we'll see what happens week two you got to imagine at some point it's going to really go into a a hot hand and who's going to be carrying the carrying the ball it depends on who's hot that day so i don't think it's going to be a necessarily rb1 approach Mm -hmm. i think it's really going to be a committee and who's going to be the hot touch that day yeah, Rashad Penny wasn't even active. No. Yeah, Surprising. Yeah. I drafted him in one of my <laughs> leagues. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, so I'm going to go ahead and move to what I thought was going to be the game of the week and was not. The 49ers headed into Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. I thought it would be a good game. The Steelers did not show up. The 49ers defense had had their number and their offense. It was just a, it was a bloodbath out there. Um, the 49ers... They went off. Brock Purdy looks like he's their guy. They made the right decision. Brandon Ayuk looked like he's one of the better receivers in the league. He had two touchdowns out there. And McCaffrey, did you see his run? He looks like McCaffrey. Yeah, what was it, 63, 65-yard run he took to the house? I mean, big run. I, I thought Pitt was going to be yeah. a lot more competitive in this game. And outside of J.J. Watt, mm-hmm. the real, or not J.J., T.J. Watt, uh, there wasn't really anything to 
to be excited about with them this week. I mean, Pickett looked looked pretty bad, and I've been excited about him all year. And, he looked pedestrian. Uh, it was really his decision making. Uh, was he was he nervous for the game? Nervous to open up against uh, against a team like the Niners and. Uh, it, it, it may have come through there on the field. He did not look good. His team did not look good. And on top of that, they, they came away with an injury from uh, from Deontay Johnson, They're one of their number one tough guys. And, um, tough outlook for them over the next few weeks. But, yeah, I agree. Ayuk looked like one of the best receivers in the league this, this week, and I'm really high on him this year. I think he's going to be the wide receiver to own in, uh, in San Francisco. And I stood corrected on Purdy. I mean, I've uh, – I wanted to see what it looked like when when a pass rush came against him because in the NFC Championship he was he got taken out pretty quickly but uh, the pass rush was there for the pet for the Steelers and he stood in front of it and executed so uh, this is what I got wrong this was uh, of the games we talked about so far this is my first L here um, got the Lions right got the Eagles right and here we are uh, getting San Francisco wrong so two for yeah, one not a bad they start came out and. They came out and they, they, they took Kenny Pickett down five times, five sacks. That's tough. Uh, Cam Hayward for the Steelers got hurt as well. He's probably headed to IR for the time being. And then they got Allen Robinson. Uh, hopefully he can show up for them next game. But they got the Browns, so that's also going to be another tough one. But let's move to the next one. What do you got for me? Yeah, let's uh, let's stick with that, that next game that you're, you're talking about there. Let's stick with the Browns. Uh, Browns-Bengals, that was... That was a pretty wild game. Uh, you never expect for Joe Burrow and company to come out and put up three points, um, but they just looked a mess. They looked like a disaster out there. Yeah. Um, you got to come after this in the Battle of Ohio saying, are the Browns legit? Uh, are they legit contenders there? Their defense looked good. The offense looked good. Uh, the run was super strong for the Browns. Uh, they had a legit pass rush. and. Um, Really, can the Bengals rebound, or are they sinking? And uh, this is really their possibly their last opportunity to make that title run with the the unit they have now, with mm-hmm. Boyd going to free agency, with Higgins going to free agency. You don't know what that wide receiver group's going to look like next year, and um, really now is their time to shine. So they got to step up. Yeah, I think Joe Burrow. He just looked a little rusty out there. Uh, you know, he was injured. He missed like pretty much all. of a lot of training and uh he just looked rusty i think he will bounce back but uh the good thing for him is they have a better game next week i suppose and they did go against a very tough defense uh the browns defense looks legit miles garrett did you see him it looked like he was fake playing yeah. basketball out there before he'd come come for Burrow. yeah he was just having his fun out, out there, there but man. they they revamped that that uh defensive front there this off season and uh it showed to to pay dividends i mean they they looked good. They yeah. looked really good. Yeah, Nick Chubb looked really good out there too. He looks good uh, every Deshaun day. Watson, he, every week he's he's good. I mean, he's right there in yeah. top three, if not the top back in the NFL. Deshaun Watson looked okay. Uh, he's still got some some stuff to do, some stuff to work out for the Browns to actually become a playoff team. Um, and then one bad thing for the Browns, they lost Conklin. He's out for the season with an ACL. That's unfortunate for them. So next man up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the a fun game that I actually enjoyed. Um, the Packers headed into Chicago and took on the Bears, and the Packers looked really good. Um, yeah, this was one that you had Jordan. Love. You had the answer for it. I mean, you thought the Packers were taking this all day. Um, I picked Bears in this and was made to look like a fool. So um, 
obviously you were right there. The Packers are, are looking pretty damn good. Um, a lot better than I thought they would. So, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm ready. Take for it, him. take it away. What do you got? I'm for ready the to Packers? watch them all year. Yeah, the Jordan Love had three touchdowns. He looked really good in his first game. Uh, he he found Romeo Dobbs, who was questionable. He found him for two two of those touchdowns. Aaron Jones looked really good out there in the backfield and receiving as well. He was a very dangerous guy. Uh, AJ Dillon um, didn't look that great. Uh, we'll see if he can bounce back next game. Um, but yeah, the Packers won this one handedly. Yeah. The Bears looked very questionable. Justin Fields. He threw a pick six that basically ended the game, and he looked he looked he looked kind of like he did last year. I mean, like he still just hasn't figured it out yet. So hopefully he does. Um, their O line very questionable uh, in front of him. Uh, what do you think about their offense? There's one guy on here that I that I hope you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean the offense looked uh, uh, a little bit suspect. Um, I mean Fields. Uh, had a lot of room to grow. I agree that the offensive line for the Bears um, were were not very good at all. Um, defensively, they definitely need some corner help, and they gave up a lot of a lot of yardage there to a, a Packers team that was without their best receiver and was really just a young mm-hmm. young group of kids out there. And they made them look like they were the vets. And um, on the other side of the ball, the Bears have the Bears have a, a good receiving group. I mean, they have more, they have uh Claypool, they have Mooney guys who have been around guys who have had good production mm-hmm. and they just, they couldn't do much of anything more had a couple good, good plays, but at the end of the day, um, they just didn't really put up a lot, but I was expecting more of Cole Komet too. And uh, I mean, he had a lot of targets, a yeah. lot of usage, but this was an overall down week in general for tight ends. So, um, yeah, I hope the Bears, the Bears can they came back. in with high expectations. They came in with high expectations for the fan base. Hopefully they can bounce back. But I did want to hit Rashawn Johnson, running back, your My guy. guy. He looked Long pretty good back there. He, he looked good. Uh, he was heavily targeted uh, out of the backfield and got a good amount of carries there in the shared usage. And uh, I mean, fantasy-wise, he had a phenomenal week as a secondary guy on his team. And both, both Texas guys this week, in terms of Texas running backs in this draft class, were they were pretty good. Yeah, I, I think he could be a future piece for them. But let's let's go ahead and move. What what do you have for me next? Bud? Yeah, um, if you want to go stick with Texas, let's go to uh, let's go to the Falcons game there. Falcons Panthers, uh, sticking with the RB one from Texas being Bijan Robinson, uh, the guy that overshadowed Rashawn uh, Johnson and um, took all the glory there. But uh, Bijan, he was he was used. Uh, it was more of an RB split than I thought it would be, but. Uh, you knew Bijan was going to get some love, and uh, Algier last year having over a thousand rushing yards, he, you, you knew that he probably would get something. But uh, really interesting going through the uh, the committee backfield their approach with they both a number eight pick good. in the draft. Yeah, did you see Bijan's uh, touchdown? Oh, yeah. He looked nasty. nasty, dude. He broke. He looked like a guy. Broke those tackles easily. Made them made those guys look like fools. They were on skates there, so. Um, yeah. Uh, outside of the running game, though, the Falcons, the it was pretty ugly um, for both the Falcons yes. and the Panthers. So, I mean, Ritter looked looked pretty bad, um, and then Bryce Young looked bad as well. I mean, justifiably for him, it was his first game as a rookie, and um, Adam Thielen, I expected more, but he was 
he was virtually inv- invisible out there. So we'll see if DJ Chark yeah. when when he comes back if he can make a difference for them. They're but hoping for. They him. were really riding Sanders, and Sanders wasn't doing too much for them either. So. Yeah, the the one thing I will say that looked good for the Panthers, uh, Brian Burns on defense looked nasty. So he's he's still a guy. But overall, I, this is like. This is probably just going to be a rough year. Yeah. A lot of learning curves. For yeah, the Brian the Porce looked nasty uh, though. The, he wants to get paid. So. <laughs> yeah, and the Falcons. The Falcons literally just uh, the running game is looks like they're going to be a thing. The running game looks like they're going to be a thing. Um, other than that, questionable though. Yeah. Completely um, agree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and move off that, and we're gonna go to, the Raiders heading to Denver. They went into Denver, and they took down Sean Payton and the Broncos in an interesting game. It, was, uh, it wasn't, like, super fun, but it was okay. <laughs> um, Russell Wilson looked solid in his first game with Sean Payton, and the rest of the Broncos were, like, okay. They, they liked Samaje Pirine. Um, it looks kind of like they need Jerry Judy, though. Because other than that, it was like it was a little rough out there. They had a lot of injuries. Uh, their defense did okay. Uh, but other than that, I don't have too much else about the Broncos other than Sean Payton took an L here. <laughs> yeah, I know we were both were high on this game for Sean Payton. Thought he'd come out on that. I mean, um, but Jimmy G, I mean, he did what Jimmy G does, and he managed the game, and it wasn't exciting. But uh, he was solid. He was just good. He was good enough to get the win, didn't make any mistakes, and was really a true game manager. Uh, I agree Russ looked better than last year, but there's he was still underwhelming. Um, tough one for me is uh, Dulcich coming out of this game. Uh, having an injury, he's being sidelined indefinitely with that hamstring problem, mm-hmm. and I think that's a guy that I was really high on this year in terms of a breakout tight end candidate. And he's huge, for, I think, for their offense as well, as almost as much as Judy, if uh, – uh, if not more, just in my eyes, just because he's a tight end mismatch. And um, him and Judy out really affects that pass game. Yeah, absolutely. Jacoby Myers for the Raiders looked good. He he caught two touchdowns from Jimmy G. Uh, but then he had a scary injury where I thought it was going to be uh, a lot worse than what it came, comes out to. It looks like he has a concussion. Nutmeg, say hi. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, the Raiders looked okay. The Broncos looked okay. So we'll see what happens. Um, let's move on. Uh, real quick. Apologies for the cutout there. Had some uh, some audio difficulties, but moving on to uh, a new game. I think we got covered everything we needed to with the Raiders, uh, Raiders yeah. Broncos there. So uh, Texans Ravens, uh, Texans Ravens. Uh, it's about what I expected. I mean, you, you think the Ravens are going to win that pretty handedly, and they did. Um, the one thing I want to say about that game is poor J.K. Dobbins, man. That guy cannot catch a break. That's tough. Uh, I don't know what he's done in his life to upset the football gods, but he's on the bad side of things, and maybe he needs to make like a blood sacrifice or something, but uh, something. they're not happy with him. So uh, out for the season with uh, torn Achilles, mm. right? Uh, I, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. torn Achilles. Uh, rough injury and – uh, hopefully he has a, a good comeback, but Texans all Texans. There were some good and bad things. I mean, Stroud had 
some good good moments, but overall the Texans had really bad coaching, bad play calling. They it was young. really predictable. And uh, with a young team, they really have to be backed by solid coaching and uh, be put in a position to win, which they were not done uh, was not done for them. And um, the offensive line looked terrible. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Stroud could not buy any time there. So uh, Ravens overall looked good. What you expected and um, on to the next week for them. But what do you what do you have? What do you have for insight on this game? Yeah, the Ravens defense looked really good. That's what we thought they were going to look like. Um, the other offense, honestly, I thought was kind of questionable. Obviously, J.K. Dobbins went down, so the running room is going to be interesting. They got Gus Edwards and that uh, the young guy uh, Brian something. Brian I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Yeah, he. Uh, We'll see what they can do. Um, other than that, they had a lot of injuries in this game. Um, they lost, obviously, Dobbins. Marcus Williams tore his peck. He's going to be out for a while. And they lost Ronnie Stanley and Linderbaum from their O-line. And Mark Andrews didn't even might play, be missing right? the next week or so. What's Mark that? Mark Andrews didn't even play. So um, Yeah, Mark Andrews didn't play he's either. He's on the men, too. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do in terms of running back. If they stay internal, which is what it looks like right now, or if they go to someone like Leonard like. Fournette or um, Kareem Hunt off the – off of the free agency wire. So uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're a little bit more proven and um, can't forget too, that they have, uh, they have Ingram coming off their, uh, their squad as well. They just activated him. So um, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. They, one, one good thing I say, Zay flowers looked really good in this game. So they do have him. Um, I'm going to move off them though. I'm going to head to the Rams and Seattle. Um, so this game was not what I expected it to be. I don't think it's what anyone I thought the Seahawks were going to, <laughs> No, not at all. I thought the Seahawks were going to come out and show a little more than they did. The Rams took it 30-13. to 13. That's tough for them. Um, the Seahawks, they just looked kind of rough out there. Uh, Geno didn't do all that great. The The O-line was, like, pushed around a little. Uh, Charles Cross got hurt. Both tackles actually left the game. They just, nothing was really showing up for the Seahawks, and it just looked bad. I don't know if you saw the play where... Aaron Donald came up the middle and Gino screamed like, Oh my God. And threw the ball as fast as he could. <laughs> that's about how the whole game went for them. <laughs> Aaron Donald will do that to you. He's a, he's a monster. He's a man among boys. And he, uh, he really is, uh, one of the top guys in the NFL and possibly in NFL history. So, um, yeah, yeah I mean, who would have, who saw that the Rams coming out and really just taking it to the Seahawks like this, but no cop, no problem to the young kids stepped up and yeah, really Cooper showed Cup that who? they can, they can man, man the helm. So, um, it was, it was really, uh, interesting to see. And who's the, who's the rookie that they got? Uh, Puka, is that his name? He, uh, oh, dude. Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell both looked nasty. Yeah, dude. Um, I mean, those are, those are Matt two Stafford guys who really good. in fantasy, you want to target on the waiver wire. So, um, yeah, they're not on almost any teams right now. So, uh, really worth a look and Stafford is back. So, um, yeah, much improved from that back injury he had Seahawks. They, the Rams um, D looked good. Just, just very underwhelming. I thought Gino was going to do more and he just did not look good. Uh, offensive line for Seahawks. No, it did not look good. Uh, with that receiving mm-hmm. core though, you expect them to, to rebound and, have some good weeks ahead. Yeah, the Rams have look like they might have a one-two punch at running back, too. Kyron Williams scored two times on the ground. Cam Akers looked pretty solid. And the O-line was surprisingly solid against the Seahawks' oh, yeah. D. Um, and Sean McVay owns Pete Carroll in their matchups. 
um, all time. So uh, let's move on, though. What do you? What, what game do you got next, bud? Yeah, uh, let's go Cards Commanders. Um, I trashed on this game uh, last week, um, mostly for Jonathan Gannon, and uh, it was very – it was kind of similar to the Raiders Broncos game. It was very boring. Uh, wasn't too much going on there in terms of yeah. uh, lighting up the, the stat sheet, but um, I expected more from Howell. Uh, he didn't do all that great. Um, cards though did a lot better than I thought they'd be. Their defense held up against a, an offense that has a lot of weapons. And um, I will say that Washington needs some serious help with pass protection. Um, yeah. Sam Howell did, did not have a lot of time there, and that's never never something you you want to give a second year quarterback, and uh, you want to give them just like just like the Texans, you want to give them as many opportunities to succeed, and starts with the line. Yeah, Sam Howell, very up and down game. He had some moments though. He had a come from behind win here, fourth quarter comeback. So well, we got to give him that. He did bring it together at the end, but uh, yeah, he couldn't really find his receivers in this one. Scary Terry almost did nothing. Uh, Johan Dotson. They he, he they couldn't get too much going. Antonio Gibson was nowhere to be found. Uh, so they definitely have to figure something out on offense. But yeah, their defense was pretty solid um, against this Cardinals offense. Though I feel like I feel like they kind of should have shut them out. To be yeah. honest, um, for the Cardinals, yeah, Josh Dobbs looked like a backup. He just he was basically just going through the motions. Uh, he found Zach Ertz. He he went to him for ten targets. So. Yeah. As somebody that you did not know. expect that coming off of uh, the injuries Eckert's had. I mean, I didn't even expect him to yeah, play this early. So uh, him coming in, getting ten targets, didn't do much with it, but um, it bodes well for him the remainder of the year. And uh, being remain to, it'll be re- remain to be seen what happens to McBride there as well if he can be worked yeah. in or if he's phased out. But um, an early pick in the draft, you expect McBride to get some usage. Yeah, you expect more. But enough with that one. Let's move on to the Indianapolis. Let's move to the Jaguars versus the Colts. The Colts surprisingly showed a little juice in this one, but uh, the Jags ultimately took it 31-21. to 21. Um, The Jags kind of started off not great. They started off a little slow. They ultimately got the win, which they needed, but I think they should have done a lot better. Um, Calvin Ridley did look really good, though. He went for over 100, so I guess he's back. Yeah. Uh, ETN scored. Um, yeah, the Jags though, they, they need to get stuff together if they're going to be fighting off good teams. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, it wasn't a super pretty win, um, in terms of like a, uh, across the board, uh, what you're looking for, for a Jags team that has playoff and Super Bowl aspirations. Um, really looked great. Trevor Lawrence looked good. Not great. Uh, Zay, Zay Jones though, was the wide receiver to this game. Is that going to be how it works mm. going forward? A lot of people thought Christian Kirk would be that wide receiver too. And yeah, weird. He was buried on the, on the, uh, the target list. So, um, I mean, Ingram, Ingram got some work and Kirk did not. It was uh, interesting, but good for ITN. And, um, I expect more of Tank Bigsby going throughout the year as well. But, uh, can they take that next step to improve? And I think they do need to improve that secondary because the Colts should not have been able to pass on them like they did. Um, they didn't light it up, but Pittman did pretty damn well against them. And with a rookie quarterback and yeah. Richardson who has some question marks, he looked the best of all the rookie quarterbacks at least. And he, he, he really, really did. showed um, 
he sh- he showed to be the most polished at least at least this game. He had some good running yeah. and um, threw for some yardage there as well. So he's a very exciting player, and I'm excited for him and his future. But the Colts overall just aren't that great, and the, the Jags need a little bit more swagger. Yeah, Anthony Richardson to Michael Pittman connection looks like it is alive for this season. Uh, Buckner had a huge fumble return touchdown. That was uh, kind of funny. They, 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 I guess the Jags thought the play was dead, and he just picked it up and ran to the house. And uh, Shane Steichen thought he was still on the Eagles for a second. I don't know if you saw, but they uh, they tried to do the, uh, the butt push, <laughs> which works for the Eagles so well. But the Colts' O-line is not the Eagles' no, O-line, so it did not work out how they wanted uh, and the Colts don't have a running back. No, that was very... if, they, if they have Jonathan Taylor back um, at any point this year, the offense could be an above average threat and uh, actually pretty damn good offensively if they can get a legitimate rushing threat. Yep. Let's move off, though. Who do you got next for yeah. us? Um, let's go Bucks vikings So uh, I know we, we touched on a little bit, didn't talk there too much about it, though. So let's uh, let's dive in here. Um, what do you got for Bucks game? Uh, I know you were a little bit yeah. higher on Baker than I was, and uh, he's surprised. I was very happy with not, – well, not so much the outcome. I, I like the Vikings, but I was happy that what I said about Baker actually resonated in this game because he is a very streaky player. He can have really good games, and then he's always going to fall back to earth. That's just how he works. Um, <clears throat> but this was a pretty good game for him. The first half was was rough. They didn't come out strong. But after – Right before halftime, he went down the field and they scored with Mike Evans. And then after halftime, Baker was on fire. He he, he had a nice uh, drive at the end of the game and uh, scored two. And he just looked solid. And the Bucks receivers looked pretty good out there. And uh, the only thing that wasn't really great is their running back, Rashawn uh, White, I believe. He, he couldn't really get too much going on. So, unfortunately, they have to figure something out with that. But... The Bucks look like a team that's not great, but a team that can knock off good teams if they have a good game. Yeah, I certainly agree with there. They uh, they definitely can play the spoil to a lot of teams. And uh, yeah, about this game, I mean, Justin Jefferson was Justin Jefferson and did what Justin Jefferson does. He he uh, went out yep. and he performed. Uh, really nice to see uh, Addison getting involved in well as well. And uh, the Bucks like showed that. to have a decent defense. It was like a bend don't break type uh, type aspect there with that, but um, they could use some, some CB help uh, to get, they were getting burned pretty, pretty frequently and everyone gets burned by, by JJ and uh, it'll happen, but they, they were getting uh, ran by pretty frequently. But um, I would say that the, uh, the Vikings do, uh, do need some to be able to put some pressure on the quarterback. They didn't really get to do this too much this game, and I think the pass rush is something that they were supposed to be pretty good at on defense. And obviously, corner is an issue yeah. for them, but getting that pass rush is really what's going to help them excel and go to the next step in playoffs, which is really what their aspiration is there with Cousins and the wide receiver group. Yeah, they definitely missed Delvin Cook in this game. Madison didn't look like the same guy, and Kirk will be Kirk. Yeah. He had some good moments, and he had some real bad moments. Threw some bad picks he shouldn't have thrown. So, um, yeah, but that's that game. What? Uh, let's move to what I think everyone pretty much agrees to was the game of the week. The Dolphins headed into L.A. to take on the Chargers, and it turned into a fireworks show. 36-34, to 34, both offenses came out going to work, 
and it was just a fun game to watch. Uh, the biggest part of the game to note, Tua to Tyree Kill is very much so alive. Tua, 400 yards and three touchdowns. Tyree Kill, two, over 200 yards and two touchdowns for him. And he looked unstoppable out there. And this looks like a very dangerous offense. What's crazy is that uh, Tyreek actually had some a good amount of missed points out there. Uh, he got downed at the one-yard line. Uh, he missed a touchdown as well where, he's, where he didn't stay in bounds. And uh, if he had those two right there, uh, he would have had, I think, I think it was like 58 points that he would have potentially Whew. had in fantasy this week. And uh, at least in a PPR format, he was that winning was games. a massive week. He still had a massive week, yeah, but it, that would have been even even better. But um, yeah, but uh, for this game, like you said, it was high scoring throughout. Amazing game. Uh, both teams were coming out firing on all cylinders, and um, Tyreek was Tyreek, and he was insane. Uh, Tua looked like the best quarterback in the league last this week, and uh, yes, he did. It was. It, it was a great game. Uh, L.A. needs some help on defense. And uh, outside of Mack and Bosa, there's not really much there. But uh, both of these teams, I think, can make a huge push for the playoffs. And if, if the Chiefs struggle this year, like like they look to on Thursday night, and I, I do think both these teams can make a push. Yeah, the Chargers look real good, too. It looks like Kellen Moore is going to be a good O coordinator for him. He does like the running backs. Eckler and Josh Kelly both look nasty out there. They both they had like a lot a of work duo. and did well. Mm-hmm. Eckler did get hurt, though. That is one one thing to note. We're not sure at this time if he's going to be in the next game, but they look dangerous. Yeah. Uh, um, let's go ahead. Yeah, and- if you want to touch on another game here before we get to the, the two night games, uh, we still have Titans Saints. Uh, yeah. So in this game, um, Saints came on came out on top, and I uh, thought the Titans. Both of us thought the Titans were going to do a little bit more in terms of uh, Henry getting involved and uh, D Hop. Though we, I mean, you called it. You thought he was going to make an extra play, and he did all he could. He got 15 targets. He was peppered. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he was. It'll be interesting to see if they if they if they move on from Tannehill at some point this year because he's just not too exciting. Just move on to Levis. I mean, Levis has got an arm. Uh, he's got enough weapons to work with there and a, a good good enough offensive line. So I think they'd be just almost just as good with Levis as they are with Tannehill. Yeah, I think at at some point they might as well if Tannehill's going to be playing like this. He was having a rough game out there. Both. Both defenses for these teams uh, showed up. It was a defensive slog for most of this game. Tannehill threw three picks. He wasn't comfortable at all. He still can't find Traylon Burks out there. So he, it was just—it was basically just him throwing to D Hop all game. Um, and then Derrick Henry. I mean, he was okay, but like he wasn't Derrick Henry out there. Um, and Andre the Saints, Dillard, on the other hand, former though, Eagles first-round pick, oof. absolutely terrible this week, dude. Six, no bueno. six quarterback pressures that man gave off. That you can't allow that to happen. And he, he get he got I think the worst grade of anybody on their team. And it, it's you can't let your left tackle do that. So if they can get any help at left tackle, that's that's gonna really help them tremendously. Yeah, the Titans O-line looks like it's going to be rough probably all year, um, which is not good for Tannehill. Uh, the Saints, though, Chris Olave is a stud. He looked good out there with Derek Carr. Um, and then Derek Carr, he looks like what exactly what the Saints needed. I, I think I agree with what you said at the beginning. Uh, the Saints are probably going to be the team for, for this division just because of Derek Carr. Yeah, I just he, think uh, they're the most, they're he won the most game complete team in the division. They're not yeah. a world beater. But in that division, they 
they have the least amount of question marks and they have the best QB in the yeah. division. And once Alvin Kamara comes back, they could be that much more dangerous. Very uh, true. Carr found Rashid Shahid near the end of the game to win that one for him, and uh, they have a solid defense. So, uh, yeah, they could be a team to watch for. Um, let's move to the worst game of the week. Um, I'm just going to let you start off because I, I got to take a breath. Yeah. Um, all I have to say for this is just wow. Uh, the Cowboys really uh, just dominated the game, but in my mind, it still wasn't a huge showing, a strong showing for Dak. He completed under 50% of his passes. I mean, granted, the weather conditions were were bad to say the least there, but it affected both teams. Um and you, if you're going to use the argument that weather was the reason for, for Dak missing 50% or less of his his passes, the same can be said for Daniel Jones. So um, the weather was terrible factor in, for both of those guys. And uh, I think the Giants' miscues is what really led to the large lead in the beginning. And with the weather the way it was, the team that established the run the most was going to come out victorious. And because of the early lead that Dallas got from the Giants' miscues, they were able to just run, and the Giants had to pass. Uh, and in that weather, if you have to pass, you're not going to win. Yeah, Pollard looked pretty solid for the Cowboys. He scored twice. But the offense for the Cowboys didn't have to do really anything in this no. game. The Giants' offense lost it for them. The O-line was absolutely horrendous. The Giants, pretty much everything that could go wrong did go wrong for them. The The first drive of the game, Saquon in the running game looked pretty good. And then right at the end, that blocked field goal, Andrew Thomas went down. The Cowboys returned it for a touchdown. And everything just fell apart. And it was the most disgusting showing I think I've ever seen from the Giants, they, but, to be honest. Uh, they got to have I, a memory of wearing... a goldfish, though, right? You got to have a five-second memory oh. and move on. Yeah, this is why I'm wearing a Pejasuyakovic Yugoslavia jersey because I'm disgusted with the Giants. Um, hopefully they can move on next week. But uh, Andrew Thomas being hurt is is huge for them. If he's out, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. And his backup, Matt Pert, also got hurt during the game. So we had a guard at tackle finish the game for the Giants. It's never a good recipe and for was, success. Um, no, anyway, I know you don't want to talk about this one too much more. So let's, uh, let's move on no, to let's move, the please. Monday night game. Um, another game that was... Uh, at MetLife, and MetLife uh, appears to be cursed. Uh, what, it three is. minutes into the game, Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles? He didn't even have <laughs> a single completion. No. He didn't make a pass for them. <laughs> he attempted one. That's so it was, sad. Uh, yeah. It was honestly a pretty boring game. I mean, uh, Zach Wilson comes in at quarterback. You expect that offense to be boring, and it just became a defensive mm -hmm. battle. Uh, I think uh, – Josh Allen there, uh, once Zach Wilson came out, came in, and uh, he just kind of played like he was on the playground and tried just airing it out all the time uh, instead of actually hitting, yeah. hitting his receivers for 10, 15 yards, which was open almost every play. Um, his his uh, air it out mentality, the gunslinger mentality that he has, kind of similar to Brett Favre, like, like you mentioned, uh, really yeah. really hurt them in the end, and um, him, he put the loss on him, and it was on him. Yeah, it was. Uh, he did get pressured a lot. The Bills' O-line looks like it could be a problem going against good pass rushes like what the Jets have. He was taken down five times in this game, and he threw three picks to Jordan Whitehead. He got all three of them, <laughs> which is interesting. Three picks, four turnovers. Yeah, yeah insane. He had a really good game. Um, Diggs did, go did do good. I'll, I'll give them that. Um, 
But this was really just a defensive game, a slog. Like you said, once Aaron Rodgers went down, the Jets didn't know what to do. Uh, Brees Hall had a good game. He looked like he's fully recovered. Brees Hall um, looked filthy. I mean, that, that yeah, running back really duo for the Jets is going to be a problem. Uh, Dalvin yes, Cook and, and they, Brees Hall, you you can't take a break against them. And both guys ripped off some big runs, and they're going to be they're going to be a problem yeah. for the rest of the league. They need it to be a problem because Zach Wilson looked like a deer in headlights yeah. all game. Yeah, it was bad. Well, Hopefully they can what, come though, out and I'm, with Zach Wilson out, at QB. Uh, I am worried about Garrett Wilson's prospect uh, mm. for the rest of the year. I mean, he's a phenomenal receiver yep. to waste uh, waste his talent with uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, everything was pretty much planned for Aaron Rodgers to come in, and with his, what, 19 years of game experience, the Jets were set, but now Zach Wilson's in, and he's not going to come to the line and be able to just switch calls based on what he sees like Aaron Rodgers could. So no, it'll be they're definitely going to have to go they, back um, to the drawing board. It'll be interesting to see if they bring in a veteran a veteran quarterback, if they bring in someone like Carson Wentz, who uh, really – 50-50 chance whether he's good or whether he's whether he's bad, but uh, trade for someone like Minshew or uh, Brissett, uh, or even bring yep. in somebody who's out of the league right now and uh, someone that used to play for the Jets, Fitzpatrick. He was in the Manning cast last night, and uh, I for one would be love to see Fitzmagic back uh, back in the NFL. Dude's entertaining. Yeah, I would too. They could even maybe Matt Ryan even. He's also in the booth right now, but but yeah, they did say that Zach Wilson will be their starter for the year, but if he struggles, we'll see how long that lasts. We went over all the games this week. Uh it'll be fun to get this preview going uh for our next video, but uh other than that, uh you know, please like, comment, subscribe if you liked what you saw. Um and we'll be back for more. Fred, you got a sign off? What's going on? Yeah. Um you can catch us on uh, on Spotify as well, uh, the Flea Flicker Show. Catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon as well. Uh, we're 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 out there and uh, looking for uh, that like button, that subscribe. So give us that like, give us that thumbs up, and stay tuned. Every 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 Tuesday, we'll give you this recap. <laughs> Thank you.